Today on the show, we're back in the studio and we're feeling better, which is nice. Yep, and I admit why I'm a total and complete failure. Also, new makeup or breakup today. Gretchen sees something at Cam's place and she can't go on a second date after it. Plus, Grace joins us. She says her husband is acting like a 13-year-old, so we try to help her through that. And I let you and everyone know eight things that restaurants do to trick you. Enjoy the show. Broadcasting live in crystal clear HD radio. Your mornings start here. First thing in the morning, I turn them on Every morning when I wake up. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. The show starts now. Hello, hello. Good morning. It is Monday. It is September 28th. Can you believe it? Only a few more days left in September. Good morning, Lauren. You know, we only took, good morning, we only took a few days off. Sorry. I am feeling really, really backwards this morning. Yeah, you're right. We we were at home for a couple of days and now I feel like I'm all out of sorts like my not, my volume's not right. I don't you know where my mic is. Your, you've got your microphone. <laughs> like the intro is playing and I'm just looking at Lauren just waiting, waiting and then it's you're funny, like, "Oh yeah, let me get like, the mic." Something I knew something was missing. It felt a little weird, but I'm here. Everything's good. Just going to take me like 5 minutes to readjust. We're better. We feel better. We're over everything. I feel good great. to go. I honestly do. I mean, a little bit of like Eh, you know, kind of pressure from being bit sick. Of, eh. A little bit, eh. but we're good. We I got, sound some, a little I got better. some phlegm in the six a.m. hour. Disgusting. As I wake up and say good morning to the world. Basically, in between every segment during yeah, all the songs, Joey's like, phlegm. but guess what? We're kicking off another week of five hundred dollars every day. That's what's important. Seven twenty, first chance for that. Uh, but Lauren is a failure. Next mornings with Joey and Lauren. All right, good morning on your Monday. We are Joey and Lauren. Lauren says they look a little foggy today. I'm okay? I, I, well, I feel have, great. No, we have a camera system in the studio. And I don't know why. Like, I control the camera angles. Is it a filter? You, you look a little foggy. Did you put on a filter? I did not put on a filter. <laughs> I was those, rocking like, the... Uh, smoothing filters that get rid of, like, all your blemishes. You know, we were watching, um, gosh, that new that new show on Netflix over the weekend. We haven't finished it yet. The oh, Social yes. Dilemma. Woo, where they interview a bunch of like Facebook and well former Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram Google. execs, yep, mm-hmm. and they tell you about all this stuff. And they were talking about how teenagers now like are wanting to go in and get plastic surgery to look like them filtered, basically. Yeah. Like, like just crazy. The way you look on a Snapchat filter is just yeah. sad. There's so many things. It's honestly really eye opening to see. The amount of like what technology does and the consumption, it's pretty scary. It's crazy. Actually, it really is. And then I started looking at my screen time and I, I started to cry. I <laughs> cried myself to sleep on Saturday I'm, night. I'm watching it and I'm like, Joey, do you see this? This is crazy. Like, I'm what? like, huh? What? I'm on what? my phone. What I'm are you watching? This, uh, this social dilemma show. So uh, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. If you yeah. have kids that you feel like your kids are addicted to their phones, you should actually have them watch it. Like we're about halfway through and it's to me, I like I thought about teenagers that are addicted yeah. to the Snapchat and the it's TikTok. Sad. And I'm like, and yeah, this is scary because kids are always looking for recognition yeah. on, you know, on social media, on how many likes they're measuring, on how cool they are based on likes or whatever. It's crazy. Speaking of recognition, Lauren wants to be recognized as a failure. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I'm just, I'm I mean, reading I, the show sheet. I am failing. I don't know that I am a complete failure, but uh, several weeks ago on the show, I decided I announced big move in my life. I'm joining a book club. And I did join the book club. Um, I should be done with the book by now. Or I think next week is the deadline. You should be and done I've with read, it. Yeah. And I've read two chapters. Hey! How many chapters um, are there in this book? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> Listen, I don't know why I told you 
you know, you're like rolling through a Golden Corral or a Chuckarama, and you've got a full plate, and you're like, you know what? I will go get some more mashed potatoes. I know. There's no reason. I underestimated the no plate reason. that I have and how full it is. Honestly, I, I really am so busy. I barely have time to like sit down and watch a show that I like. Sometimes I'm like, did I shower today? I mean, with a baby, it's like there's just a lot going on. I just can't on. believe. So yeah. what what are you going to do? Are you going to get kicked out? Um, is that is this one of those cutthroat I, book clubs? No, I don't think I'll get kicked out. I just think it's a little disappointing for everyone else. Like, really? You couldn't have found time in a whole month to read this book or however long it is. But for me, it's like, okay, I also just bought a new exercise bike because I'm trying to like improve myself that way. So when I do have spare time where I'm not working or, or doing stuff around the house or baby or whatever, I like to do that and can't get on do it the all, bike. Girlfriend. You can't do it and all. And then I, by the time it's like bedtime, I'm too tired to read. Yeah. Do I, I quit? Do I keep going? What do I do? I don't want to well, quit. You got three options here. Okay. First option is you're just upfront and honest with everyone in the book club. Hey, guys. Sorry. I know I just joined. I'm a little behind. Don't worry. I'll catch up. Okay. No, well knowing in the back of your mind you're not going to catch up but you're but just see, gonna, you're going to play that lying, game though. okay it, i don't want to toy I'm with giving them you three options all right all right all right option 2 is you go on cliff notes and you fake it till you make it and all you reference is like the first two chapters like i love the first two chapters <laughs> I, you know i'm just i go back <laughs> I to the beginning i don't even know what's happening yet <laughs> and so when you have these discussions you go back to the beginning where it all started okay that's option okay. 2 you never fully admit that you've never finished the book or option number three is you give deuces, you say, this ain't for me, and I'm out. Those are your three options. I feel so bad. Honest, like, I feel dirty. I feel like I'm just, I don't know. Do I really not have enough time? Are people going to say, really? Like, you can't read a book? No, there's just, Honestly. sometimes you have to understand what is for you and what's not for you. To give you a great example, when I was playing basketball, junior high, it was really small for my age. They used to have to sew my jersey tighter because... It was too low and it'd swing and it'd show my pepperonis off, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was not good at sports, oh. but I love sports. And still to this day, I'm a huge sports fan. One day I realized where it wasn't for me. It was when we were up by 30 points. I barely got off the bench. The coach called a timeout and he wrote up a play so I could score a basket. Oh, yeah. Just for you. Now, at the but time, at the time, I'm thinking I'm freaking Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like they're drawing. And I remember like I was like 11 right. and I was like, oh, they're drawing up a play for me. When I realized it later, I was the kid that late in the game, they wanted to make sure scored a basket. <laughs> OK, which shouldn't surprise anybody listening to me now. And no, the kind of person no, I am. No, no, no. But at that moment, I realized it ain't for me, boss. This ain't it. And then I walked out and I realized, okay, I'm just not a jock. It's just not going to work out. But I really want it to be for me. I want to be like that person's like, oh, yeah, I read. I'm intelligent. And, no. oh, I, I exercise. I'm fit. And, You're having oh, your I moment. work. And I'm a great mom. And I, I have all these things. And it's like, I feel like I can barely put on pants every day. Yeah, I have no, like, I can't do it. Focus on putting on pants. Say today, <laughs> I'm going to put on pants that are clean. If you do that, then you accomplish it. But this is your moment. This is your basketball coach drawing up a play for Joey when you're up by 30 points to make sure you get so, a basket. So how do I do it, though? Do I tell them, like, hey, guys, it's not for you me? Just, I think you just drop off. Because then I feel like a quitter. No, I just drop off. Just drop off and face the Just planet. ignore the calls. No. Yep, ignore the calls. Don't buy the, the next emails. book. Yep, just go away. <laughs>
All right, Lauren, your skinny's up next. Yeah, what former NFL player actually saved his grandchild from getting kidnapped Whoa. over the weekend? Just crazy. It's Lauren's Hollywood Skinny. So this is every parent's worst nightmare. So Joe Montana, he was staying at former a home with NFL his family. Former NFL quarterback with the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, yes, Just in yes, case yes. people don't I'm know sorry. who Joe Montana is. I thought almost everyone knew. Sorry. And the coolest former name ever. NFL player, yes. He was staying at a home with his family where his grandchild was sleeping in a playpen. And Saturday, an unknown woman entered their home and grabbed his grandchild. Tried to kidnap his grandchild, point blank. Okay? She made her way to another part of the home with the child, where she was met by Joe Montana himself. Oh, my god! They wrestled until he was able to get his grandchild away from the woman. Then she fled the home. She tried to kidnap his grandchild right then and there from their home. It's crazy. It's terrifying. And shout out to Joe Montana. That is the ultimate. And his wife. They both were in a tussle with this woman. Ultimate grandpa move. Like that is a cool grandpa. Just terrifying. Gosh. Yeah. So the LA. Yeah, LA County Sheriff's Department is uh, looking into this, obviously. But that just it makes my skin crawl. It freaks everyone out. I mean, it's everyone's worst nightmare. The thing that's weird is like. Did that person know this is Joe Montana's house and the grandchild, or is this just some sick, twisted freak that just showed up to somebody's house? I mean, Malibu, California, probably a very nice neighborhood. Obviously, Joe Montana, very rich. Probably some big mansion. Just thinking, well, I'm just going to kidnap some rich person's kid. Well, I think they're trying to figure out the motive behind it. They did catch her a few blocks away and charged her with kidnapping and burglary. Yes. Good, good, good. Which is just terrifying. Um, Demi Lovato, we talked about this last week. She and her fiancé, or I guess I should say ex-fiancé, they uh, broke it off last week. And we talked about that in the Hollywood Skinny. But I learned this morning that her ex-fiancé, Max Eric, actually learned about their breakup via tabloid. He didn't even know. He found out via tabloid. How does, how he, does that happen? How does, he, how does he not know that their engagement is broken off? She tells the press? I guess so. He says he was on the set of his new movie, Southern Gospel, with the crew and cast, and he says he literally opened his phone where the tabloid was. Right there. And he's like, oh, okay. And he hey. says, this is the honest truth of how I found out about the what? ending of that- our engagement. And I have people from my film who saw the whole thing go down. They helped me figure out how to get back into character to finish doing yeah, my job. that's awkward. All right, and action. Eric, what's up, dude? Uh, I don't know. I just looked at my phone, and <laughs> Listen, apparently I'm, I'm not engaged anymore. I'm sure that he knew their relationship was on the rocks. I don't know that that was a surprise. But I guess he didn't know that she was calling it off until he saw it pop up on his phone. Well, that's got to that's be an odd feeling. Right? Uh, Bill Murray's lawyer has responded to a letter from the Doobie Brothers, who threatened to sue over a uh, use of one of their songs in his golf shirt commercial. Oh. So I guess Bill Murray has a golf shirt commercial and they use a Doobie Brothers song. Well, they're suing Bill Murray and this company. So instead, they respond to uh, them suing and they said, instead of offering money, we're going to offer you golf shirts. Send us your sizes. What oh, sizes do you want? that's sweet of them. <laughs> that's sweet. I would say, you know what? I'll have the money. I don't need a golf shirt. Uh, Lance Bass was being interviewed by Entertainment Tonight and a lot of speculation about Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Did they or did they not have baby number two? Rumors have been swirling for months. And uh, I love the reporter. She sneakily is like, yeah, so what? Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel had a baby this year? And he's like, yeah, and it's ah, so cute. You know, the way she by the reporter, She's acting like it's already a thing. Yeah, and he's like, oh, so cute. Now, he did keep the name under wraps because she pressed. She's like, so, the name? And he's like, ah, I'm not going to give you the name. But, but Lance baby's Bass. cute. You know, that warms my heart to know the members of NSYNC are still part of each other's lives. Like, For I now, thought, until you know, I just leaked that yeah. info about the baby. Way to go, Lance. <laughs>
Also, this is interesting. I saw this earlier over the weekend. Tom Hanks apparently paid for part of Forrest Gump filming because apparently they couldn't afford it. Uh, the oh. filmmakers and everything, they were running out of budget or whatever. And so he uh, decided to help pay for it himself. Boy, you know what? How does that make you feel? You're an actor on a movie. And they're like, hey, dude, could you spot <laughs> right? us like a couple of thousand dollars so we uh, can finish this movie? You think of how successful that movie was yeah. and is? I'm it sure made he, money. he made that money right back. Yeah, no wow. surprise there. And that is your Hollywood skitty. All right, we're going to get to radiotherapy. Grace is going to join us. She feels like she married a five-year-old. Yes, married a five-year-old. She will join us on the show. We'll get clarity coming up next. Got issues? Let's talk about it. It's time for radiotherapy with Joey and Lauren. Joining us on radiotherapy today to tell us about her problem is Grace from Meridian. The message we got from Grace says, help, my new husband eats like a five-year-old. So, we're going to bring Grace on to talk about this five-year-old husband. Hey, Good Grace. morning, Grace. Tell us what's going on. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. I swear. Okay, so I, I'm madly in love. He is the most wonderful human being on the planet. We dated for three years before we got married. It's our second marriage. I mean, so we're grown-ups. We, you know, got into We knew what we're doing. But something came up that just this whole eating thing, I didn't realize He's like a picky 13-year-old boy when it comes to food. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like, I, you know, chicken nuggets. If we made chicken nuggets and french fries and ketchup every night and Captain Crunch for breakfast. <laughs> Stop. Life would be great. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you know, you know, nothing better than, like, on a Sunday morning, you make a big omelet. You put in some lovely bacon bits and just, you know, vegetables. He's yeah. Like, no, I'll just I'll just have the Captain Crunch honey in my coffee. It's good. Okay, no, so no, he's just, not liking just, anything that you make. No, not like like meatloaf. Oh no, that's too spicy. What spicy what? meatloaf? No yeah. onions. Grace, my yeah. my first question is, how did you not know what you were getting into? I don't know. I guess we we ate out a lot, and he was, you know, when you go out to eat, it's. And he always picked. He was like, he was always, he always made the plans. And I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. Now I realize, now you realize I what it is. On it, yeah. It's all like, you know, yeah. steak and potatoes. Yeah. That's, or, you know. or he just so ordered off the kids' a- menu. And he's like, uh, I'll actually get the uh, chicken tendies. Uh, like, you should have noticed yeah. when he kept coloring in the pages right, and then right. ordered the mac and cheese with the chicken tenders, you should have realized that's your hint. Oh but God. you're right. When you're, when you're eating oh. out a lot, he's ordering things specifically for him that he likes. So, it has, you know, you may not notice something like yeah. that. I mean, what have you yeah. said? Have you asked him to branch out? Is this causing you to make multiple meals for dinner? Is he cooking on his own? Like, where are we at here? Well, basically, I'm cooking for a 13-year-old. I'm like, I'm not going to make two different dinners every night. So I'm I'm kind of sacrificing the, you know, my taste for, for the for the marriage. But I'm sorry. I miss my spice rack. I'm, <laughs> I miss, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, ethnic food and, and, you know, like going out to eat. It's like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do Indian. No, no, no. We don't want to do Mac- – yep. and, and I took him to this really fancy uh, – one of my favorite places to go with my girlfriends. And he sat there, I swear, like, again, like a 13-year-old boy, frowning at the menu, pouting, there's nothing here I can eat. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Here's what I love. I know some people like that. This is his second marriage. Maybe you need to talk to his first wife about why exactly (laughs) they divorced, because you may be onto something here. Oh, oh, 
no, no, that's the road we don't want to go down. Yeah, no. 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 Okay, no. here's the deal, Grace. <laughs> I personally don't think that you need to be sacrificing your palate for his pickiness. Yeah. And I, I also understand yeah. you don't want to cook two meals, and he probably doesn't want to cook two meals. Is it that bad to maybe he makes his food, you make your food? I like know that's kind of nights. Yeah, I know that's like kind of double the the grocery list there. But maybe you could do something like that. Oh, I know okay. there's some there's like so some like, meal kit services yeah. where you can like tailor perfectly what you want, and then they send you the ingredients. I don't know oh. if that's in the budget, uh, but something that you both can agree okay. on. And if you can't, maybe it's one of those things. You're like, okay, sorry, honey, it's out of my hands, but I want to eat this spicy dish that has peppers and onions yeah. and, and all the, that stuff in it and then you can have your fries yeah. and ketchup. Yeah. I'm sorry. Brussels sprouts are not offensive. No, they're not. <laughs> no, no. no yeah, and exactly. at the end of the day, like, I mean, it sounds like he likes frozen food so I just have two words for you. Kid cuisine. You just load oh, him up on kid nasty. cuisine. And so you make whatever you want and then you just hand him a kid cuisine and he gets his little, <laughs> he gets his little brownie in the corner and he gets to mix up his corn. Like, no, you're an adult. He's an adult. Like, this is not something that yeah. you need to... You don't even have kids with him, right? I mean, so wait till no, that no, comes no. to be a thing. Yeah. No, but I, he is Lord who he is, too. Like, I would that's, make... That's his thing. You I can't would change make, it. Yeah, sure. I would make your regular meal, and then I'd say, man, you can pick it off. Yeah. Or if you're making chicken, can yeah. you cook two chicken breasts? You put one on the side, I guess. But the idea oh, of, I've like... I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. No, yeah, I, I, any sauces or... Yeah. But the other thing we also do is that, and then there is a stack of single-serving pepperoni pizzas in the freezer. Oh, my gosh. There you go. That's what he can yeah, have yeah, every that, night. Yeah. Does he yeah. know he doesn't yeah. live in a fraternity I anymore? <laughs> I mean, this is what I'm struggling with here. Like, So let's do this. 208-468-1027. Call us. 208-468-1027. Have you dealt with your partner, your significant other, being a total picky eater, eating like a child, the very simple stuff. How do you handle that? Especially when you're married now. So you can call us 208-468-1027 or text us on the Idaho BMI text line 68719. Grace, we'll have some people weigh in and help you out, all right? Thank you. That's going to be a help. Thank you, guys. Wake up, laugh, repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. What do you do if the person you are with is a extremely picky eater. So Grace and Meridian is newly married. Congrats, except she's like, I've now realized I'm married to a 13-year-old. She says they go out to eat and he literally wants chicken fingers and fries. And just so boring. Yep. She's like, Cereal. I'm not, yeah. not going to spend the rest of my marriage making separate things. True. And no one's saying she has to. I think she's just logically thinking like, how is this going to work yeah. at mealtime? What are we going to do? Uh, you could text us, 68719. This texter brings up a good point. They said, I've been married for 10 years to a picky eater. I still cook what I want. And if he does not like dinner, then he just finds something else. I think that's key. I think the thing where you can be in trouble is if you're making some beef stroganoff, some blanc, and then you're having to make a grilled cheese sandwich with dino nuggets on the side. Yeah, but she doesn't have to. He can make that if he wants it. Well, that's the nice the part point. is if they have kids together then at least she's making the same thing for the kids and the husband, and then she's doing her own thing. Uh, Samantha calling in wants to chime in. Good morning, Samantha. How would you handle this? What I was going to suggest is actually something I do with my kids, and since he likes to eat like a kid, maybe it'll work. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I have my kids. <laughs> if they haven't tried something before, we have what we call a no thank you bite. They have to take a bite and try it. Got and then it. if they yeah. still don't like it, they don't have to eat it. They can eat something else, which they do have to make for themselves. 
Gotcha. Okay. I love that idea. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cook multiple meals for everybody. So mm-hmm. take a no thank you bite. Still don't like it. Make yourself something to eat. This is what I would that love. Work like for this him? works great, Samantha. I'm sure for your five year old, six year old, however old your kids are. But imagine you're sitting there at a restaurant and you have this little boy, <laughs> or not little boy, this man <laughs> sitting there and going, "No, thank you." <laughs> Try yeah. your no yeah. thank you bite. Maybe not when you're going out to eat, but at home, just I'm just saying, since he's older, maybe they could talk about it and have it make an agreement so they can try to find some more things right. that they have in common that yeah. they like to eat so that they can like expand what he does eat and yeah. cook and eat the same meal together. No, I, I get it, yeah. Worst case scenario is she's 60, they're in their 60s, and they're eating Easy Mac. Like, that would not be good. <laughs> no, but I like that. It's like at least... Give it a try. Because there are so many people, like my mom, for one of them, she has this whole list of food that she hates. And I'm like, well, mom, have you ever tried it? She's like, no, but I don't want it. It looks gross. So, yeah, you're right. Just try it once. I like that. All right. So the no thank you bite. No thank you. Again, I would like to. Real nice yeah. restaurant. Grown man. No thank you. No I li- thanks. I actually really like that idea. I'm going to have to use that for baby Jay if he starts getting picky. So you can let us know on the Idaho BMI text line. I feel like you're a bit of a picky eater. You're much better than when we first got married. Uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot better because I think I've kind of done a little bit of that. I'll try something, and if I don't like it, I don't like it. But and bottom line, this texter writes in, at the end of the day, if he doesn't like what you cook, he can cook what he wants, and then you guys are just going to have to have separate meals. I mean, I'll eat pretty much anything besides dirt, dirt fish, and, and hard-boiled eggs. eggs. And yeah, not an egg fan, but that's it. Joey and Lauren. Time for the Monday debate. Every single Monday, we argue about something dumb that doesn't mean anything in the real world. Though, I think actually this week's Monday debate actually pulls some weight here. That's relevant, I would say. Debate. Work meetings in person or over Zoom? I say this because I heard a little rumor, a little company rumor, that uh, Zoom meetings may be the way we always do our meetings from now on, right? So we've been doing Zoom meetings now basically ever since March. The whole year, basically. Yeah. And I got to tell you, they're more efficient. They're quicker. Nah, they're not a bunch they are of... not more efficient. They are yeah, they, not and they absolutely more efficient. Are more no, they efficient. are not. Do you know how many people on our stupid company Zoom I, meetings I just sit there and they're in silent? They just exactly. keep their microphone on mute? Exactly. That's the problem. That's you're efficient. Not, just that's talk not unless efficient. you have to you're, talk. You're not getting communication with everyone. Oh, where, like, as in hey, your fly's in... undone. No. What? <laughs> what meetings are you attending? Wedgie. <laughs> Right. No, I just mean when State your case. When you're in a conference room, when you're actually having a meeting in person, I personally feel like there's a better dynamic. You're able to open up more to each other. You're able to bounce off more ideas and brainstorm better. With Zoom, it's always the ah, should I unmute if I the time it takes to unmute, someone else is going to be talking and then my video and then da, 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 and it's beautiful. I don't have to hear from so many people everyone, I don't want to hear no, from. No, everyone on the meeting is like uh, 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 oh sorry, you go ahead. No, no you go ahead. Can you see my screen? Can you see Mr. Like, listen, Zoom has gotten us through a lot this year. I, I am grateful for it. I appreciate the meetings we have had. But I prefer in person because I feel like you can get a better gauge on what your boss means when he's asking you to do something or she's asking you to do something rather than via Zoom. I just feel like it's less personal. I mean, I don't know. You are missing the biggest factor of why Zoom meetings are better than in person. There's only one of those meetings that I could literally drop my pants and no one has any idea. Okay? <laughs> Next time you walk Please in that conference room. tell me why you room, want to drop your pants in a Meetings meeting. are so much more effective when I'm pantsless. I mean, they just are. When I'm sitting in my undies, I don't have to. I'm just worried about <laughs> what I look like from the waist up. Listen, there are advantages because you can literally 
jump in the meeting from anywhere. And that is helpful. For instance, last week, we have a regular Tuesday meeting. I had to bounce home really fast after the show to take care of baby Jay because he had a cold. And I sat on the couch with baby Jay asleep in my lap while baby shark was on in the background and I'm on my conference call. So I do appreciate that. But as far as like productivity, I feel like things are way more productive in person. Here's the problem with our staff meetings, okay? We have this big Tuesday all staff meeting, and we do it in the conference room. Okay, there's about 12 really nice leather That's the chairs. race to the chairs, yes. There's these 12, <laughs> I mean, really nice leather chairs, and they all sit around the table. And then everyone else has to sit on like these metal folding chairs outside, like behind everybody. Mm-hmm. So the meeting's at 1030. Wouldn't you know everyone's in there by 1018 fighting for spots. It's true. And then everyone has assigned seating. With Zoom, you can sit on your couch. You can be at the office. You can do whatever you want. Now, I will say, Zoom I, meetings have, for life. I have an advantage of that, the chair dilemma. I could show up. What's our, what time's our meeting? 1030. 1030. I could show up at 1031. And I'd walk in. Oh, Lauren, do you want my chair? Lauren, do you want my yeah. chair? Do you want my chair? We work with mostly men. There's not a lot of women in our office, at least during the time that I'm here. And that specific meeting, there's not a lot of women and I think there's some chivalry, yeah. chivalrous men in there because literally every time I walk in, it's like, oh, Lauren, you take my chair. And I'm like, oh, all right. Meanwhile, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> when I show up, it's like, Joey, give me your chair. Maybe you I'm dweeb. remembering when I was pregnant. It was yeah. mostly when I was pregnant. Everyone yeah, gave me their true. chair. I don't know if it's happened since pregnancy. Uh, but it's man, a very I tell good you, point. You're no longer pregnant. Quite... <laughs> Quite the uh, plus right, when you're so pregnant is people give you their chair. 68719, Idaho BMI text line. The Monday debate. Work meetings in person or via Zoom. In I person. am team Zoom. I like Think about getting yelled people. at via Zoom. Doesn't hurt as bad as when you're getting scolded in person in a meeting. I guess that is. So much easier. That because, is a big thing for you because you're always yeah, getting screamed at. If I'm getting yelled at by our boss in a Zoom <laughs> meeting, I just go, uh, uh, I didn't hear you. And make him repeat it four uh, times. Uh, 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 no, so you're breaking up. Can't hear you. Can't get to it. Oh, my God. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Uh, Speaking of debate and arguing, big argument in our house over the weekend off why I think this is just so dumb and such a stupid part of our society. And we'll get to that. Also, reminder, $720, $500 up for grabs. It's all coming up. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. We are kicking off another week of our $500 a day giveaway. Also, makeup or breakup, Cam and Gretchen. And I think Gretchen's being petty. I really do. I just think, like... It's a little detail in someone's life. She ain't about it. So we'll get to that on a brand new makeup or breakup. Lauren, I want to do, maybe we need a new segment, part of our show that's get Lauren back in today's century because you're so old school. So last week we had baby Jay's birthday party. Number uh, one year old birthday party. Yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't say a party. It was, it was more of a shindig. It was like a week or so ago. It was like yeah. a week ago Saturday. Yeah, But it was more like a, um, a uh, CDC recommended gathering. Let's say that. Okay. There was right. a few people. There was just a couple people. Everyone's fine. Yeah, everyone's We're okay. Good. And, we, of course, people bring gifts and the whole thing. And we did this whole thing during the party where we sat Baby Jay down on the living room floor. We handed him a gift and he played with the wrapping paper. And, oh, thank you, so-and-so, for getting this toy or whatever. So, you know, you say thank you that you really yeah, shouldn't have. Yeah, the typical have. birthday yeah. shenanigans. And everyone knows, yes. Right afterwards, like the next day. Lauren goes on Amazon and orders all these thank you cards and letters and stamps and all this. I I even think we've brought this up before. I do not understand in 2020 why we still are sending thank you notes. Because it's in the, the right thing office. to do. I don't I don't 
understand your beef with it. For one, I ordered thank you cards because I had run out because I'm so good at thanking so many people. Yeah, <laughs> but no, so, I, I'm just so grateful. I'm <laughs> such a grateful person. No, but I, I, I did. I ordered some thank you cards and I've been writing in the cards and sending them off to people who sent us gifts. Okay. And I personally feel like it's the nice thing to do. And you say you want me to just send a text. I did send a text, but you think that's it? Just stop it then? Okay, so let me get this straight. So let me. So if I was a guest at this birthday party, I buy a gift, which is already kind of like quid pro quo, right? Is that what that? No, I don't, I don't know what that, you're talking about. Basically, it's standard. <laughs> I don't even think quid pro quo is. I totally think I messed that up. I don't know what you're saying. Every once in a while, stuff from college pops up in my mind, and then I say it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's not even, there. no. But I'm like, oh, fancy word. Anyway, Let's try it. So you bring a gift to a birthday party. Mm -hmm. We look at you in the face with sincerity and say, thank you so much. This means a lot. Mm -hmm. So there's my first thank you. Then later that day, did you send thank you texts? Yes, I sent texts later that day to each person who came. And I just said, thank you so much for coming. And I let me guess. We really appreciate it. It was flowery. We love the gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I just said, because look, listen, nobody really wants to go to a one-year-old birthday party. It's not like the funnest thing in the world. No. You know, I mean, it it is Unless fun you're and cute white to claws see, and people probably don't want to be there. Uh, but it, it is fun to see the little baby. But at the end of the day, they could have done other things with their day. And so I sent them a text and just said, "Oh, thank you so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. It was fun seeing you." Okay, so that's their okay. second thank you. Yes. So and if then, you're keeping track, you get a thank you in person, <laughs> yeah. which is sincere. You get a thank you text, which is like, "Oh, that's so sweet of them to send a text." And then, by golly, two days later, I better get a letter. In the mail that also says, my dearest, you know, Jamie, thank you so much for the building blocks. This will be a poignant moment in our son's life as he remembers that you were the one that gifted him these building blocks, which will shape his future. It's true. Your dearest yeah, I know. sincerities, Lauren. My best regards. What, do you think do. people really cards. are expecting a thank you card at the end of it? I don't know if they're expecting it, but I know it sure is a nice, sweet surprise. And it's just quick. Right, I just write a little. Hey, thank you so much for coming, and we really appreciate the books. Uh, Baby J loves them, or whatever. And I write like a little thing, focusing on the gift they brought. Now, it's one thing to write a thank you note. You wanted me to just say thanks for the gift. No, no. I had to specialize each card, thanking them for the specific gift I'm that they brought. I'm fine with the thank you text. Don't make me out to be this heartless person. I am very okay with a thank you text. Hey, you shouldn't have. That's really sweet of you. Thank you for coming. You were such a great guest. You're amazing. Fine with all that. But the idea that it's like now I got to put pen to paper and you got to get your little quill with your feather out and be like. Err. I'm a traditionalist. It's the thing to do. When Are you expecting a thank you now you for gift? the thank you? No. <laughs> Although it is nice to hear when people get it in the oh, mail. Good. My mom mailed us a gift for baby Jay and I sent her a thank you card and she called me yesterday and said, oh, I got your thank you card. Thank you. Well, well, thank you for thanking me. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you for you thanking me. For thanking me. All right, so. Team thank you card, yes or no, 68719, text us on the Idaho BMI text line, or Lauren would probably appreciate you send a letter right now. Please we'll do. We'll read it on Thursday's show when we get it. <laughs> so let us know. Are you still a fan of thank you cards in 2020? Joey, a fan of the show sent us a gift for baby Jay for uh-huh. his birthday. I sent her, I said, can I have your address? Is that okay? I sent her a thank you card. Like, it's the nice thing to do. It just shows just people shout that them out you on appreciate the air. it. And thousands of people get to hear how grateful we are for you, all right? <laughs> All right, let's get to $500 a day giveaway. Your keyword is next. Uh, did you lose my number or? It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's make up or break up. And Cam reached out to us. Here's the deal with Cam. He went out with Gretchen 
He got a text back after their first date that just says, well, maybe down the road we'll hang out again. What kind of an answer is down the road? So let's bring Cam yeah. on now. Good morning, man. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, perfect. So Gretchen responds. It's not like you're totally getting ghosted and she's not texting you back, but she just said, well, maybe down the road we could see each other again. Yeah, it just, I don't, I don't understand. Like we, we had a good time, you know, I, I, I don't see any issues at all. So I, I, I'm just a little confused to be honest. Yeah. And so I know in your message, you told us that you guys met online. So before the actual date, did you guys have really good connection and, and conversation via text before? And now she's totally kind of dropped yeah, off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had really good conversation. Um, you know, it was never awkward or anything like that. Um, you know, we would kind of like, even in the morning, be like, hey, good morning. And like, you know, we were excited to talk to each mm-hmm. other. Um, so I really didn't see anything. And even when we went out, like, I thought it went well, at least. And when Gretchen says down the road, she is sending the message of not like not down right the road next Tuesday. Uh, I, I, I don't I didn't get that sense. <laughs> um, I, I got that sense of like. We're not really yeah. going to hang out again okay. uh, because also like all the conversation after that kind of stopped. Right. Even when I would try to be like, hey, like when or. Gotcha. Sure. Okay. So, so, you went to, so you went to dinner and then anything, you know, after dinner, did you talk about going out again? I mean, take us through the date a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. So, um, you know, we were just talking and, and there's this, this place that I took her to, this restaurant that I absolutely love. Um, and so I took her down there. Um, we had a really great night. Um, you know, we were talking and we were both really energized just from finally meeting each other. Um, we were like, hey, you know, we should get drinks. And we're like, okay, well, that's great. But, you know, I, I didn't expect to do that. I literally thought it was just going to be dinner and then we would go our separate ways. So um, so I had to go and I had to go home to be able to get some cash. So we stopped by my house for like a second and there was no ulterior motive. I just wanted to get some cash. Got it. Um, and so I grabbed some cash and we left and... She was just, like, acting really odd after that. Okay. I, I was going to say, did she feel that there was an alternative like a, motive a of, out. oh, I got to go get yeah. some cash in my place? And she felt like, whoa, 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 dude. I I was kind of, of you know, afraid of that. But, I, you know, I made it explicitly clear, like, hey, sure. you know. The, the bar we should go to is cash only. I don't have cash on me. I don't, I feel kind of like I, I'm just kind of old school. I feel like I need to pay still. Yeah, no, so I, I didn't think so. I want to, you know, ask her for cash. And right. I have something at home. Okay, so all right. That's all it was. So here's what we're going to do, Cam. We will play a song, come back. We'll get Gretchen on the line. You stay with us. We'll talk to her, get her side of the entire date. We'll bring you on, see if we can make a bridge between these two things. All right? Appreciate it. Uh, did you lose my number or? It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is make up or break up. And we just talked to Cam, went out on a first date with Gretchen, went out to dinner. Then they wanted to go get drinks. He said, you know what? I'm out of cash. Let me run home. He says that after that, he felt a little disconnect. Obviously, he's saying, listen, there was no alternative motive there. I wasn't like, hey, let's yeah. go back to my that place. That was the worry that it's like, this is like a weird cop-out or excuse to like go to my house and see what could happen. But he made it clear, he says to Gretchen, that there was nothing planned. He just simply needed yeah. to pick up cash. And then they went out for drinks. But since then, uh, after reaching out, she's like, yeah, maybe down the road we could see each other Yeah, again. so she did respond. She's not just totally ignoring him, but she keeps saying, well, down the road, down the road. He's Yeah, that's fall- code for yeah. I'm done seeing. He follows up with like, well, down the road could be tomorrow. And she's like, no, 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 down the road. So we've got Gretchen's number. Let's talk to Gretchen. 
Hello, is this Gretchen? This is she. Gretchen, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show on My1027. How are you? Oh, cool. Hey. Hey. Radio station. Hi. Hi. How's it going, Gretchen? Hi. Hi. It's going fine. All right. Well, um, we're calling you <laughs> Did for... I win spe- something? No, we're calling you for a specific reason. The reason we're calling you is because we were reached out to by a listener of our show that knows you, that has gone on a date with you, and his name is Cam. And so long story short, Cam reached out to us and said, hey... I went out on a date with Gretchen. She keeps telling me, let's hang out down the road. I feel like I'm not getting the full story. Can you guys call her, talk to her, get her side of things, and then let me know what's going on? We're about relationships here and trying to keep things successful and happy. (laughs) Yes, if you have just a second, can you maybe fill us in on what's going on? Seems like you're dodging him. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, nice guy. But, yeah, I mean, all right, listen, we... We talked on the phone. We had some good conversations. Um, you know, we totally met online, and we did have a date. We had finally met for a date, and the date was awesome. It was so good, and we were having such a good time. And he suggested that we go to this bar, this really cool bar. But he had mentioned the bar was was cash only, so he's like, I got to go get some cash. And I'm cool. I'm thinking, all right, we just have to stop at an ATM, but we go to his house so he can get cash. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. So we get to his house and he's pulled out his piggy bank. I mean, literally a piggy bank with a, like a kid has a piggy bank. (laughs) Was it an actual pig? And I was like, what? (laughs) It was an actual pig, you guys. It was a piggy bank. (laughs) And I was like, well, I was like, well, that's, that's weird. And okay. But don't you have a bank account? And he's like, oh, I put money everywhere. Like I have a system. I put it under my, my mattress and this is how I do it. And I was like, um, okay. So you're not down with a guy that has a piggy bank as a grown adult. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm sorry, Gretchen. That seems petty. That seems that seems very petty so, to me because yeah, well, he's got money. It's not like he doesn't have money. Is that the number one reason where you're like, I don't want to go out? Listen, I, I don't know that he has money or doesn't have money. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's weird <laughs> that in this day and age, you don't go to an ATM to get cash. Yeah, it's just weird to me. And to have a piggy bank, I don't know. All right, it, well, here, weird, here, Gretchen, hold on a second. I want to hear... Cam's side of things about this piggy bank, and he is actually with us on the other line. So we're going to bring on Cam now. Uh, Cam, oh, piggy course. bank. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Piggy bank. What's going on? Yeah, it's that's not that weird. For, uh, that is ridiculous. Really? Like, you've never had a piggy yeah. bank? As if that's an odd thing? Listen, I have a system, okay? And it works, right? I, I Every single month, I put some money away in it. Uh-huh. You know, just in case. And on top of that, it's like, I, that is my spending money. That's how I know. When the piggy bank is empty, I do not have cash to, like, do other stuff. I need to hold up on, you know, some of my spending. That's how I know. It's very red. I, 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 can't, I, 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 I can't even listen to you say piggy bank. It, it, it's so hard for me to hear it. It's a piggy bank. Maybe, maybe I mean, he's actually 
Maybe he's actually I, really like, smart with his money, Gretchen. And doesn't Dave Ramsey teach like I the am. cash method? So maybe this is a good thing. <laughs> Well, then maybe maybe some other girl out there has her own piggy bank, and the piggies can, you know, make little piggies. Gretchen, don't what? you think this is petty? Like, come on, we had a really good time. We had really good conversations. Like, we wanted to go out after we had dinner. Our plan was just dinner. Like, obviously, there's something there. Like, this is just a small little thing, and it works. I was it able was, to buy my house because I was saving and... Dude, I got, I got respect. I got respect for there. the piggy. It was I, there. I, I've got I respect for the it. piggy bank. Here's the deal. Uh, Gretchen, listen, we'll pay for another date. So no need to make a trip to the piggy bank for Cam if you guys want to go out again. Gretchen, what do you think? God, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, you guys. <laughs> you I must know. have at least um, five credit cards to date Gretchen. Is that what we're learning? not it i just i don't know i mean i would consider going out on another date i just i can't i don't know i don't think i could get past the piggy bank joey and lauren wait what did you just say it's time to play speak out with joey and lauren ashley in boise is our contestant today to play speak out good morning ashley how was your weekend Good morning. It was great. How was yours? It was well we were Uh, battling we were down and out yeah but but we're better other than that so we're gonna play speak out who do you want to wear the mouthpiece? Uh, let's go with Lauren. All right. Good. Okay. I need a break. All, All right. right. I got so this. Lauren is going to wear the mouthpiece. I will give you a hint of what she is trying to say. She will then say the phrase, and you have to guess what it is. All right? Okay. All right. Here All right. We go. Phrase number one, this is a place huh. in the eastern United States. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I don't know why. To give you another hint, Ashley, for whatever reason, a lot of things have the letter P in them. There's your hint. All right, Uh, here we go. Second one is, (laughs) we talked about this on the show last week or two weeks ago. Okay, last week or two weeks ago, we sang the jingle for this company. Okay. Think. It has a P in it. Uh, no, sorry. Oh, this one does not have mm-hmm. a P in it. I'll give you that. This one does, does not have a P. Uh, I'll give you okay. another hint. Hot dog. <laughs> okay. Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer. Yes. Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. All right. Uh, third one. <laughs> this is a town in Idaho. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a place in Idaho. Okay. Huh? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Can you get one more time? Okay. Pocatello. There it is. Pokey. <laughs> All right. All right. You're perfect so far. This is a drink. What do you think? It's a drink. One more time. Pumpkin spice latte? There it is. The PSL. And to go perfect. To go perfect, Ashley, this is an actor. No pressure. An actor. Okay. I actually think that may be the easiest one. Come on, Ashley. I have no idea. Uh, Um, All right. 
You only missed one. It was Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, Say it again. Matthew McConaughey. It was clearly okay. Matthew McConaughey. Here's the deal, Ashley. <laughs> we're hooking you up with a Wendy's gift card, all right? Okay. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Reminder coming up at 820, $500 a day giveaway. You know, we're about making people smarter on this show, I think. Right? Are we good? Are we successful at oh, it? Oh, yeah. I think you we try me? and then we come off sounding like in idiots. In fact, I think according to the latest case study, listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning raises your IQ points by at least a half a point. IQ every time points, you maybe your happiness. Yeah. You know, you, you feel better listening to it. But us. I saw this and I was really excited about it. So it's eight psychological tricks of restaurant menus. So this is what we're doing is we're going to teach you to be smarter when you go inside a restaurant and realize the little tricks they do, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't be swindled by them, right? Okay. So these are the eight psychological tricks of restaurant menu items. The first is they limit your options. The best menus account for the psychological theory known as the paradox of choice, which says the more options we have, the more anxiety we feel. The golden number is seven options per food category. So seven appetizers, seven salad options. So what they do is they price them however they want to price them. Okay. They only make seven of them. So then, and there's not too many options where someone goes Mm -hmm. and finds the cheaper option. Okay. Okay. So just be wary of that. Which I actually, I do appreciate restaurants that don't have too many options because I struggle with that. I do too because I have a really hard time making a decision, especially when you go to some places and it's like an actual book. Uh Like you're turning like page after page after page. It's like, how do you even decide? Number two. Don't just go with the entree items that have pictures. Yes, restaurants will purposely put pictures with the menu items they want you to buy because of either a price point or something that they make a big profit on. See, I always go for something with a picture because then I know what I'm getting into. I'm like, oh, okay, that looks good. Yep. Here's another one. They manipulate prices. They say a lot of restaurants purposely remove the dollar sign from the menu because they don't want you to think about the money. They, so have you been to a restaurant yeah. and all oh. they do is put 12? Yes. They don't put the the, the dollar nope. sign and then 12? That makes sense now. And also they flatten out the numbers because they find that when you look at cents, it's more of a thought about money rather than 12, 8, Well, and 13. It's, just, it's like it's like sexier, just the, just the yep. one number instead of like point blah, blah, blah. How I about get it. this? They use expensive decoys. Menus at restaurants many times will put a very expensive item at the very top knowing you probably won't buy it, but because everything else below it looks like a more reasonable option. Mm. So they they throw out something that's like $35 for this, and you go, man, I'm not paying for that. But then the so, next thing is $29, and, and you're like, oh, I'm saving money, and, and I get that. And you think you're getting a deal. But that's still a lot. Oh, So dang, be careful. Sneaky. Yeah, and they say normally they'll put the decoy at the very top. So you start off with going, oh, geez, that's uh-huh. expensive. It's scary when you go to a restaurant that doesn't have the price. Have you ever had that? Yep. Like on the menu where it's just the food and you're that's, like, hmm. Yeah, that's when you know you're eating right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play with your eyes just like supermarkets put profitable items at eye level because you know that, right? So when you go to the store, mm-hmm. they'll put the fancy name brand at eye level and they'll put the store brand below or the store brand above because they okay. want you to buy the name that brand. That makes sense because expensive. I was at, uh, where was I? I was at Fred Meyer over the weekend. Yeah. And I almost grabbed like this really pricey brand of cheese. And then right as I was walking away, because I didn't see, like, the Kroger brand or whatever, and as I was walking away, it caught my eye, and I was like, ah, save $2. Yep, exactly. And normally you have to look down for yeah. that. So it's more of an effort. Okay. Well, uh, menus will do the same. The item they want you to buy normally is in the top right-hand corner, because that's where people's eyes gravitate to when they open a menu. Is it really? Yeah, apparently. Hang on. Let me pretend like I'm opening a menu. Open a menu. Here. All right. All right. Where know. did your eyes go? It kind of went right in the middle. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about they it. They say they normally go to the top right. So they'll okay. put the item they want you to buy, right. obviously, to make money 
in the top right. I'll have so to remember careful. this next time we go out, see where I'm looking. They utilize colors. According to an Allen study, different colors help conserve feelings and motivate behavior. Blue is a very soothing color, so oftentimes it's used to create a calming effect. And red and yellow create a color that makes you want to buy. Okay? Red so and think yellow. About that. You want to buy. Okay. Yep. Uh, number seven is they use fancy language. That fancy language can uh, cause someone to spend 30% more, right? So instead of when you add something fancy, people don't want to buy something fancier. Hmm. Right? So. Okay. I, I'm trying to think of a fancy way to put like mac and cheese instead of just macaroni and cheese. It's, you know, crusted pasta in a three cheese blend. Honestly, yeah. And number eight, they make you feel nostalgic. So watch out for menus that purposely add things like grandma's chicken noodle soup. Uh, or, well, because you automatically yeah, think, oh, this is going to be real or good. Or homemade grandma made this. Mm-hmm. They say that people like purchasing things that make them feel nostalgic. So no, grandma has nothing to do with chicken noodle soup, but it makes you think of your grandmother, hmm. which makes you want to buy it. Honestly, my grandma makes the best chicken noodle soup, so See? I would order it. And that's why you sit like there. My grandma's. If it just says chicken noodle soup, you're like, yeah. But if it says grandma's homemade, you're like, is there a grandma back there? Like my For, for me, it's more like a competition. Like, grandma, let's just taste yeah. and see whose is better. <laughs> Don't disrespect my grandma. So there you go. Now you're smarter when you go to a restaurant, okay? Very interesting. That's what we're trying to do here. We're also trying to give you $500 cash. Your keyword is next. It's time for Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. Kate Rubens, she is a NASA astronaut, and she's basically showing up everyone on planet Earth by saying, hey, Americans, you have no excuse to not vote because I am voting from space. (laughs) So she has decided she will vote in the 2020 election from space over 200 miles above the Earth. Hey, uh, excuse me, ma'am. What's your address? Space. Uh, the galaxy. I'm kind of right in between the Milky Way and the North Star uh, right there. Yep. She says, hey, if we can do it from space, then I believe folks can do it on the ground, too. So she will be voting. Um, what's what's the ballot-like situation up there? Yeah. You have I'll to send mail this off it to you. You'll get it you in, gotta, uh, like... you get in five years. <laughs> 200 miles above the Earth. I actually... That seems not that far yeah. in my mind. In fact, I'm she like, should oh. just drop in really quick, do a pit stop at a, at a polling place, and then <laughs> shoot herself back up. So there is a British man who's cleaning out his garage that was filled with, like, family heirlooms and different mm-hmm. things. And he was basically de-junking, and he found, like, this teapot that he was about to um, just junk or take it to a thrift store. And before he did, he's like, oh, maybe I'll just have it appraised and just see. This is my grandmother's, whatever. Turns out... It was appraised for nearly $50,000, and then it sold at auction for $500,000. Oh, my word. So don't trust your appraisal guy. Apparently, his mom would display this teapot in his childhood home, and they believe that it was brought back to England by his grandfather, who was stationed in the Far East during the Second World War. And it's, it's nearly identical to only two others that exist. And it is an 18th century Chinese wine ewer wow. that may have been used in the palace you know what? of an emperor. This is all I got to say. Oh, my gosh. If he would have taken that stupid thing to Pawn Stars, would have been like, listen, this is worth $50,000. I got to make a profit so I can give it to you for $17. <laughs> Final offer. That's all I can do, man. That's all. I, I got to make a profit. Yeah, I got to make a profit. Could you imagine if he took it to a thrift store and donated <laughs> it? Because that was his original plan. He's like, I'm going to donate this. I have no use for it. 
$500,000. Now his Let's family is set. Let's all check our garages for things from the old Chinese empire. Now, if you are a Denver Broncos fan, you saw this yesterday. Uh, if you were watching the game, but the Broncos in their stadium. Is it Mile High Stadium? What is it? What it is their stadium be, uh, called? Well, I think it's always known as now. Mile High Stadium. The sponsor may have changed. Either way, um, they had every character from South Park at the Broncos game. Because right now... A little now, cardboard cutout? Yeah, there's not, you know, live fans in person. So a lot of, you know, stadiums are getting creative with what they put in the stands. And so they had cardboard cutouts of every single character from South Park. All I got to say is... If you're the the grounds crew or whatever, yeah, the, the people that have that to have set to that, that up, I'm so annoyed. I'm setting up like hundreds of All South right, ben, Park characters. We need you to print off every South Park character, <laughs> cut them out for the football game that no one's going to care about. You know, it was cool. We were watching the uh, Seahawks-Cowboys game yesterday, and it was in Seattle, and they had a section of the uh, seats in the stadium with jerseys from every single high school football team in the state of Washington, which I thought was cool. So I'd love to see stuff like that because if you're a high school kid and you play for that team and you see your jersey on TV at the Seahawks game, I mean, that's cool. I guess some of the cutouts, if you want to like get yourself a cardboard cutout for an NFL game, it's like 500 bucks a pop. That's just a lot of money. I would would say I need to have guaranteed screen time. Like I'd want to make sure I'm on TV. Yeah, if it's a MLB game, yeah. I want to be right behind home plate. Exactly. We talked about it last week. We want to be having all the concessions at Albertson Stadium <laughs> yeah. on the blow, just with eating a chili dog. Cut out, and those are some of your trending stories. Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, Lauren, we have had people weigh in about mm-hmm. your failure. So just yeah. to give everyone the recap of um, well, the situation yeah. you're in. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about how I was just looking for my thing. I wanted to do something to feel more fulfilled in my life. Feeling like it's now a mistake, so but I was invited. <laughs> I was invited to join a book club. Okay, so I was like, "Sure, why not?" So I went on Amazon and bought the book, cracked it open. I read like a couple of pages. I'm I'm two chapters in, and I'm supposed to be done with it by I think next week. <laughs> and uh, then we're supposed to meet and discuss about this book and this book club. And I'm just like, "There's no way I can finish this book by then." And I just feel like, "Okay, I've totally failed," but I don't want to be a quitter. Okay, and here's where I'm yeah. struggling because it's like I don't want to totally drop off the face of the earth and like never, you know, contact anyone from this book club and never show up. But I also I don't want to be like, hey, guys, I can't do it. But truly, I'm I'm busy. I'm finding out I'm more busy than I thought. I mean, between, you know, the show and, and the podcast and baby J and life and being a parent sure. and being a person at home and trying to deal with the house. Like there's just so much that I have going for me. And now I'm feeling a little bit of regret and also, I feel like you're, you've are you got the finger at me like, Neener, Neener, I told no, no, no. you so. No, I mean, definitely told you so. I, I, we can See? play the tape back. And I definitely said, you don't need to add this so to your play right now. So part of me doesn't want to quit because well, I want to no. rub it in your face and be like, See, I told you So I here's the deal. It. Before we get to some text messages, because we've had some people weigh in uh, about, because I gave you three options. I said, listen, you either A, fake it till you make it. You B, admit, and you come clean, and you are the weak link in the book club chain. And you're the, you're the girl that stands in and says, hey, my bad. Or you just drop off the face of the planet, you quit, and you just fully admit that you quit. So those are your three options. Now, a lot of people are weighing in about what you should do. But first, what's the book called? Do you remember what the book is called? Um, It's about World War II, right? (laughs) What is it called? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You just bought it. I forgot what it's called. Let me go to Amazon in my orders because I know it's in my orders and I got to remember what it was called. Isn't it called The the Ones Who Lie Beneath Us? No, it's like something like Don't Speak... Something about speaking. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Can I? Here, let me use your phone. My phone's not working. I need to look at our Amazon orders. 
gosh, what is it called? Well, See, you're this obviously, is, this is this why is you're a only two chapters in. It's not bringing you in. I suck so here's, at Because this. this is what I was going to say. Okay. All you got to do is tell somebody right now on the show what the book is called, and someone can text you the synopsis, and then you can go to your oh, book club ooh, and act ooh, like you know ooh, what it good is. Good idea. Okay, let me scroll. Yeah, so look it. at your Amazon it. orders. This is so, this is sad. It this is, is sad. why, this now, is why I can't read, oh, The Things We Cannot Say. Okay. That's what it's called. The Things We Cannot By Say. By Kelly Rimmer. So the Things if, We Cannot Say. If you have read this book, The Things We Cannot <laughs> Say, why Message don't you Message us text on Facebook, in, a little yeah. summary of the <laughs> a nice little Cliff Notes version, and then Lauren will take that to her book club and basically recite word for word what you message us. <laughs> now, I'm going to get to some texts. Now, you're going to love some of these. You're going to hate some of them. Okay. 68719, a couple of these texts. We've had multiples that say, girl, you're doing the best you can. Being a working mom is tough. You got this. Don't worry about the book club. Uh, 68719 says, yeah, why would you want to add another thing to your plate? Seriously, take care of yourself and don't worry about adding more. Okay. That's true. Couple but maybe others. it's for myself. I want to triumph like a busy plate and I want to be like, I can do it. I can be a good mom. I can host a morning sure. show. I can do a podcast. I can do this, that, and the other. Keep the house afloat. Podcast is and 20 minutes join a, week. a book club. You shush. It's still work. All right. I like this one. <laughs> You're not going to like this one. 68719 says, What happens when baby Jay grows up and wants to quit? <gasps> How about Jeez. that? I'm so going to be like, you know, saying, when Baby J was one, what? your mom quit a book club <laughs> just two chapters in. Are you insinuating that I am teaching my son to quit? To be a quitter? You're not not teaching him to quit, right? I mean. Dang, that's harsh. That's some yeah. tough love. All right, so what should Lauren do? Again, what's the book called again? What they say the about things, us. The, what is it? The things we cannot say. The things we oh cannot God. say. Someone give Lauren the cliff notes. So far, it is good. But I do feel like by the time I actually sit down for the evening at night, I I just don't have time. Joey and Lauren.